This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. Working in a competitive environment in the sales and marketing field, my guest Michael McCunney uses Kratom as a stimulant, cognitive boost, and for general well-being. We talk about the importance of doing research, finding a good source, discovering your dose, and staying hydrated. So what kind of work do you do? You said you were a salesman. Yeah, so I'm in sales and marketing. Right now, I'm actually in the lending industry. A little bit of, little bit of financing, a little bit of sales, meet and greet, establish relationships, maintain them, shaking hands, kissing rear ends when needed. <laughs> How are things for with COVID? Are they better or worse for your uh, industry there? Well, I usually have a tendency of always being in a re- uh, recession-proof industry. So, you know, right now I'm in an industry that does subprime lending for the automotive industry. So, the worse the credit scores, the better my business. So, you know, I'm blessed to be in an industry that's recession proof, you know, and in 2008, 2009, when the housing market crashed, I just happened to be in the security alarm sales world. So, you know, when we had a recession then and everything crashed and crime ran through the roof. So it's good. Um, And at the same time, it's weird in a way to where, you don't hope the economy goes bad, but even if it does, I'd actually make more money. So it's an interesting predicament. Do they have uh, casinos in Columbus? I noticed some poker uh, stuff on your uh, Twitter. Yeah, so we got Hollywood Casino on the west side of Columbus, Ohio. Right Everybody has casinos now. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, Pittsburgh has one. Ohio is one of the states, you know, they're always slow. Uh, they were slow for casinos. They always did the riverboats. Um, they really didn't want any freestanding casinos. They were one of the last states to do it. Same thing with the medical marijuana. I mean, it's a very, very, very conservative, slow-moving state when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I'm surprised we even have it. But, uh, you know, it's good. I don't get to play as much as I'd like dealing with work and, and, and playing house, being a family man. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it definitely is a hobby of mine. Yeah. Are you married with kids? Yeah, so I'm married. I have two kids and three, or excuse me, two kids and one on the way. Awesome, awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, man. You kind of use Kratom like somebody would drink coffee. Uh, a lot of people I interview on this uh, podcast have had uh, like addiction problems or they've been in an accident and they have chronic pain. They want to switch from opioids. Your, yours is a different story. You, you have Kratom seems like in the morning before work just to get you going for work like a lot of people use it in southeast asia yeah you know i actually use it for what it was intended for it, it was in, intended as a to my knowledge and my my studies as a or excuse me my research as a quick little pick-me-up to get workers through the day uh through grueling work hard manual labor you know mm-hmm it, it pepped them up, gave them a little pep in their step, and uh, it gave them, you know, small uh, pain relieving properties when they were chewing the leaves. Um, so it's, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised I'm using it uh, for that reason. However, I am surprised that a very, very, very small percentage of people I talk to who know about Kratom 
I'm, it's hard to find individuals who are actually using it as a performance enhancer, a cognitive enhancer, a nootropic, um, you know, for business professionals or um, any kind of cerebral stimulation. It's, I rarely come across individuals who are utilizing it for that nature, which is which is pretty interesting because it, it, if used correctly, of course, it can be have quite the results. So. You said you hadn't had, even had a cup of coffee in in years. Is that right? That's correct. You know, with supplementing kratom throughout my weekly routine, I'll use kratom maybe three to five times a week. And I mean, gosh, I ha- I can't remember the last time I had a cup of coffee. I just I don't need it. How did you find out about kratom, and and how long ago was that? It was a few years ago. I was doing some research for anti-stress natural herbal supplements and i was wanting to create a natural stress aid instead of buying some of the expensive products on the market that had proprietary blends that you really didn't know what you were buying whether it was bs what kind of quality ingredients were in there so i did hundreds of hours of research on all kinds of anti-stress and anti-anxiety uh, natural herbs and supplements to, you know, create my own. I was actually going to create a tea and I was going to create a morning blend and I was going to create a blend for nighttime for when you're winding down. And throughout that research, I accidentally stumbled upon Kratom. And I said, hmm, this is interesting. What's this? And I almost passed it over because it appeared to be something for ex-addicts, you know, um, Hmm. with its pain relieving properties and it, it has some uh, a little bit of a bad rap to it and some some questionable studies and research and, and some questionable press i i actually almost overlooked it but then when i dug in deeper um i realized it could be used in a multitude of different ways and so then that's how i found it and then from that point i started i probably put in i probably put in a good 40 hours of research, maybe 50 hours of research before I decided to try it for the first time. That's that. That's actually a good amount, and that's what people should do. How long have you been using Kratom? I'd say sporadically over the last couple of years, probably yeah. probably two years. Anywhere from zero times a week to five times a week. It just all depends. Sometimes I'll go a couple of weeks without using it. Some weeks I'll use it, you know. Sometimes I'll use it two to three weeks in a row, three to five times a week. It, it just all varies. So do you have any uh, preferred strains that you use? Yeah. So that's the interesting thing. So when when I first decided that I was going to try it, which I was pretty nervous about because, you know, I'm 35 years old and so I was 33 the first time I tried it and it had been a long time since I had tried anything, <laughs> you know, um, uh, I, I'm not a recreational drug user, you know, yeah. I, I definitely have a, a few drinks here and there. I, l- I like my tequila and, and stuff like that. But, you know, gosh, it had been since I was 20, 21 years old, since I ever put any kind of illegal substance in my system. And it was, you know, that, that was, you know, that wasn't even anything harsh. I mean, that was like kids play, you know what I mean? So um, I was a little nervous at first, but um, I did my research. I felt confident and, I went to the Kratom store. It's in Columbus, Ohio. I decided I was going to get a little bit of everything. I was going to get some whites, some greens, some yellows, and some reds. So I started out, I think I spent, gosh, I got five to six different strains of white, green, yellow, and red to start off with. So I spent, you know, 
well over a hundred bucks. I mean, it was close to probably 150, 165, something around that range. And um, I kept a log and I started tracking my results. You know, I started off small. Um, I started off with three grams and I would go three grams of each strain. Um, I'd try each strain uh, a minimum of two times, uh, sometimes three three times to record the results. And then I, you know, after I went through the whites, then I go through the greens and I go through the yellows and the reds. And, you know, I was charting this different strains, the different amounts. Um, I was charting whether I had a full stomach or empty stomach. I was really trying to see, you know, if this was all a bunch of BS or really, you know, if, if this could have some cool properties to it to help enhance my way of life. So, once I got done all my studies and uh, excuse me, all my my testing phase, I realized I wasn't a fan of it for nighttime. I, I, I wasn't a fan of the reds. You know, I don't like to be slowed down. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you know, that's not for me. And I realized the and I don't have any pain. So I've never abused pain pills. I've never been addicted to anything in my life. Uh, unless you consider good food and whining and dining an addiction. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't have any kind of crazy ailments. I don't have, I have any kind of too. crazy <laughs> story. So what I found would work best for me is the whites and the greens. And I found, you know, what dosage would be proper and, you know, when it would be good for me, you know, in the mornings, empty stomach, stuff like that. So the types of strains I first got involved with, that's how I found what I liked. And that was the whole process of, you know, finding out, hey, is this for me or is this not for me? And how am I going to continue to use it in the future if it is for me? With Kratom, you really have to put the work in and you have to figure out. It's, you know, people ask me, how much should I take or what? what? What's going to do this for this? I mean, start with a teaspoon and, uh, you know, work your way up. Since everybody's body's different, everybody's brain's different, you got to just work it out for yourself. Exactly. And and that's that's why I think it actually should be regulated. Um, I realized very quickly that it's definitely a drug. It's legal. It's not illegal in the state of Ohio, but just like caffeine's a drug, it's a cousin of the coffee plant it needs to be respected. I mean, it's, it's just like alcohol. You can have a glass of wine with dinner or, you know, you can drink two freaking bottles of wine and screw yourself up and be sick. So not only that night, but the whole next day, same yeah. thing with Kratom. I mean, same, same thing with vitamin C, any, even too much, too much of a good thing can be bad for you. So, you know, I am a proponent of it being uh, regulated, at least in the sense that you have to be 18 or over to buy it. Yeah, I don't think it's something for you know underage kids to be using. It, it can be Absolutely. very powerful. That's one of my love hate relationships with it. It's it's it is a little bit of a chore to find your sweet spot, and then because the way your body ingests it, if you do your homework, you'll realize that you can get different effects on different days with the same strain just because of the way your body is that day, right? Yeah. So you're still not going to get guaranteed same effects day after day after day with the same strain and the same dosage. It's going to vary, which I think is going to keep certain people in my industry, my career field hesitant because not everybody has the patience like I did of spending freaking four to six months perfecting the perfect, you know, uh, amount and dosage and strain and, and all that jazz. I mean, it, it was definitely a lot of work. Um, it was worth it. 
Yeah. But to a new user, it, it's definitely a lot more than just, hey, would do you want to pick me up in the morning or do you want relaxation at night? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, great. You want relax, relaxation at night? Okay, go take three teaspoons and tell me how you feel. No, it's yeah. it's a lot more than that. And I think people who BS about it being any different, they're, they're just spreading false information. I, you know, I don't see how anybody could respectfully pass along that kind of BS info. How much do you take, like, when you take it, and what's your uh, way of preparing it? Do you do a tea or toss and wash? <laughs> That's a cool question, because when I first started out, I was doing the toss and wash, and, uh, oh, man, it, I hated that. You know, I get them all over the place to get all my clothes. No matter how careful I try to be, it was ridiculous. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, people ask what it tastes like. I'm like, go rip some grass out of the yard, put it in a blender, <laughs> dry it out. <laughs> I think grass would dirt. be an improvement. Yeah, I mean, it, like, like I just say it tastes like earth, and yeah. and if they get it, they get it. But when they taste it, they'll they'll definitely know, right? So, so I did the toss and wash, and then um, I was uh, advised if you mix it up with orange juice, it would help uh, break down some of the um, the binary fibers, and uh, it help your body absorb it quicker, and the onset process would be minimized. So. With the toss and wash, you know, I get like a body buzz 15, 20 minutes in, and then about 40 to 45 minutes, I'd start feeling some real effects. Doing the orange juice with some lime juice, I do a mixture. Um, I do like an ounce of, do like an ounce of lime juice and two ounces of orange juice. And then I'll do uh, four grams yeah. of either white or green in the morning. And so I'll mix it up, which is a little bit of a pain. That's I mean, there's definitely some drawbacks. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. I mean, there, you know, um, but anything worthwhile isn't easy, right? So um, I'll mix that up right in the morning, and I'll just down it, and then um, I'll I'll down a uh, a glass of uh, warm water after uh, immediately after, mm-hmm. and uh, and that makes the onset instead of it being about 45, I'm about six, I'm about six foot, about 200 and 60-ish pounds, so instead of the onset being about 45 minutes, with the orange juice and the lime juice, it takes it down to 15 to 20. I mean, I'm feeling a, wow. yeah, I'm feeling the body buzz in 10, in 10 minutes, and I'm feeling about 80% of the effects within 25 minutes. And then once I hit 30 minutes, I'm I'm at full full effect. Uh, and then it lasts about four to five hours. And then, you know, most of the time I don't take it again that day. And then sometimes I might re-up at lunch, So, which it's a great appetite suppressor. So, you know, some, if I didn't pack a lunch for the day or I'm too busy to grab lunch, I'll take an extra two or three grams uh, during lunchtime. It'll suppress my appetite. Absolutely. Give me a pick-me-up yeah. that I need. And it and it it's great in that way. Um, that's how I take it, um, and you definitely definitely feel the difference between the toss and wash and the orange juice and the lime juice. It's, yeah, I thought it was going to be BS. It, it's not BS. At least for my body, it's not. So it, it's a big difference. Some people, when they hear appetite suppressant, they're going to start thinking, "Oh, does it got additives in it? Does it got freaking speed or some crap in it?" 
No, it no, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it doesn't have any speed in it. Um, but it works on your opioid receptors in your brain. When activating those receptors, release dopamine and serotonin, uh, which give you a feeling of of well being and you know pleasure and things like that. And that takes your mind off of appetite. So that's not increasing your heart rate. Um, I actually have high blood pressure. So I've, I've been on blood pressure medication since I was 20 and I have a blood pressure machine at my house. I've taken Kratom. I've taken my pulse. It does not increase my heart rate by more than five points and it doesn't increase my blood pressure at all. Yeah. So for anybody out there saying, Oh, you know, must it could have something in it, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, anything could have anything bad in it. Even something you get at the supermarket. However, you know, if you're getting it from a good quality source, not some stupid head shop, you know, um, you know, the store I get it from, they do third party testing. Yeah. Before. That's good. So I know, I know it's clear. And, and not only that, I specifically took my own, I paid my own money to take a drug test just to make sure there wasn't any cra- crazy additives. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I took a uh, 20 panel drug test. You know, there's a lot of forums out there where people are saying, Hey, well, this caused me to fill a drug test for work, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And 50%, 50% said yes. 50% said no. Listen, I don't know what those folks do for a living, but, um, I took a 20 panel drug test, two of them, uh, just to be sure. And everything was negative. So, yeah. It's not going it, to, it, it, and that's another thing. Some of the people online saying, you know, hey, in the forums, oh, made me feel, no, it, it, I, I don't believe that those people were, were, were clean. I, I just, or, 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 or they hit the lottery in a bad way and they got so unlucky that their Kratom that they bought just so happened to have some expensive drug <laughs> to make them feel the drug test. No, nobody's going to take, nobody's going to take such an inexpensive drug and laced it with an expensive drug. I mean, yes. it's just silly to think that, yes. you know, these freaking, these, these freaking miners, the Kratom miners out there. And if anybody has ever done the research and watch how they strip these trees of their leaves, it's like, dude, they're not, I mean, they're, they're walking in freaking bare feet for God's sake. They're not putting, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, give me a break. Yeah. I mean, there has been adulterated Kratom in the past uh, with Krypton. That was in Sweden yeah. where nine people died and everything. But yeah, it, it works so well on its own, and, and it works best in its pure form that, I mean, I guess there would be an incentive for some people to lace it. But That's what comes talk. down to the individual and yeah. what they want to put in their body. So, for example, if, if you got, you know, someone who really doesn't, have too much of a care of what they're putting in their body, then yeah, they might buy some weird Kratom from some weird head shop. Uh, you know, that, that's not tested me. Hey, you know, uh, I got more to live for than a cheap high. So yeah, I'm only putting stuff in my body that's tested. I know it's tested. If people want to go buy cheap crap, don't tarnish Kratom's name for some cheap, you know what I mean? Um, yeah take some accountability is, is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's where the regulation comes in, too. I think people should know that they're getting pure Kratom. Really could be, I mean, do you think it could be kind of like 
not necessarily a replacement, but just like coffee and and just like the regular work world. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love coffee, um, but I was never the guy who wakes up and says, "Oh, I need a cup of coffee." I was never that guy. I I've never needed a cup of coffee in my life. However. I felt like I wanted a boost for the day, then I drink a cup of coffee. Uh, I mean, I can't remember having more than two cups of coffee in one day in my whole freaking life. Right. So even when I did drink it, I didn't drink it that much, nor did I drink it frequently. So I can't see Kratom. I could see Kratom surpassing coffee if it wasn't for the delivery method and the trial and error um, you know, yeah. coffee is a lot easier. Coffee is easier to use. Um, it's easier to gain, gain your level half a cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kratom's definitely, that's the only reason I don't think it, it would overtake coffee is there's just too much uh, work that goes into it to find that perfect sweet spot where coffee, it's just so quick. You can find out a lot easier, you know? kind of came into our culture as the same time bath salts and spice and k2 and all this other stuff came in and it's been exactly. sold like and that that's why so many yeah yeah that that's that's why it can get that's why it's getting a bad name in the news because of all that bs however it, it's only legal if you sell it not for consumption right like you can't make any crazy claims but the law is is you can't make any crazy claims that it cures this it cures that and you're not supposed to be selling it for consumption. Um, however, if a company did was able to come out, was able to sell for consumption, I do think selling it in a extract form uh, would be like some kind of quick release extract form would really be able to get it on store shelves. I think that would be a great way because it'd be so much easier to take. It'd be a quicker onset um, and you could, not have to mess around so much with gram here, gram there, teaspoon this, scale that. Like, who, you know, I know people in my industry, um, in my career field, in sales and marketing, they don't, they're, dude, they're not going to some freaking head shop to get a freaking scale to weigh this crap out, man. That's a turnoff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't smoke yeah. weed. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, they're just not going in there, you know? Um, so, yeah. um, I mean, they might order on Amazon, but you tell someone, hey, I got this great herbal remedy to <laughs> help your back pain or help you sleep, but They're you got to like, buy a hippie shit. for it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like hippie shit, and it's going to turn people yeah. freaking off. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's why I think the extract way, which I've never tried, um, but, you know, with the extract, if a company could get legalized and bring it out that way, um, I think that would be a great way for someone to go. Do you know any coworkers who take Kratom or have you ever had to like explain it to anybody you work with? Well, I never hit it. So yeah, I'd have people saying, you know, what the heck is that man? And I'd say, Oh, it's great. I straight up, you know, yeah. say, Hey, it's Kratom. They'd say, what's that? And I was like, you haven't heard it. You know, it's funny when I was doing my research before I, before I actually bought some, I went around to everybody in my office, an old company I worked for, and uh, I won't name the name, but there was a decent amount of people there that smoked weed. They bought the vaporizer pens, the you know, um, yeah, the the, the the weed cartridges. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people that were dabbling and and shit, and uh, 
you know, I went around and I said, Hey, you ever heard of Kratom? You ever heard of Kratom? And nobody, not one had heard of it. And it was like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, these yeah. are freaking people, you know, some of them smoke a crap ton of weed a day. And it was like, I was shocked that nobody had heard of it. And so, um, when I, I started using it, coworkers come up and they say, Hey, you know, wh- what is that? And, uh, I'd say Kratom and they'd say, well, you know, what's it do? And I'm like, eh, it's a cousin of coffee, you know, just a, a nice little pick me up and, and, you know, mood enhancer. And they're like, huh, that's interesting. And, um, they'd see me, you know, having it a couple of days a week and some of them wanted to try it. Some of them didn't, I didn't press anybody to try it. Uh, there was a couple of people where I said, Hey, try this and let me know how, how it makes you feel. And it got mixed results because it's such a hit or miss as far as the dosage, the strain, figuring out what's going to work best for your body, your body height, your body weight, what you ate that day, what you ate yesterday, how long ago you ate, you know what I mean? Um, So it was like when they did try it, it was kind of like a coin flip, whether they thought, oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Or they think, hey, this isn't for me because unlike me who put all, you know, hours and hours of research into it, they're not doing that. So, you know, they're saying, oh, hey, you know, yeah, I'd like to try some. You're not going to go through a freaking three-hour spiel, right? The, you know, they're thinking, you know, they, they see you using it and they think, well, it's either going to work for me or it's not going to work for me. And so it's like that's another problem with the Kratom with mass appeal is like they it's not like this quick fix as yeah. far as like finding your dosage, right? You know, so it's still to this day, if, if one of my favorite strains is sold out and I got to get a new strain, I'm always kind of like, damn, man, because then you never know if, if that strain is going to be whack or not good or not good for you, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, for me personally, it's definitely worth it. It gives me a huge cognitive boost and it's not as speedy as coffee, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's more it, of a calmer pick-me-up, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's just like like I related to um, if you woke up on a, on a nice sunny day on your day off and like the sun's shining in through the window and you kind of wake up, you just got that good warm feeling and you just, your body, you just, you just want to go out and have fun. You're in a great mood. You just want to, you just can't wait to get out the house and go have fun. You know, that's kind of how the morning kratoms make you feel, um, except a little bit extra cognitive boost as far as you're a little quicker, you're a little sharper, you're a little bit more on point. You're definitely more talkative. Um, you have a little bit of euphoria to yourself that day. You know, it, 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 it's great. So that's what it does for me. There's no hangover. There's no come down. It's not a drug like that. Um, it just improves my work abilities throughout the week when I do use it. And there's very little downside besides the delivery method and the startup and getting used to it, you know. Is that downside, uh, you were just talking about, the only side effects you've ever had with Kratom? No. No, God, no. So the uh, anybody who researches it, I'm sure you've heard of the eye wobbles or you've probably gotten them before. Oh, yeah, that's not fun, getting the eye wobbles. And um, I don't think that comes down to taking too much i think that comes down to not being hydrated enough yeah um there was this big 
there's this big thing online about the eye wobbles, you know, Hey, is it from taking too much Kratom or is it, you're not hydrated enough? And I'm telling you right now, I've tested that method too. I've sat at home all day on my days off and taken Kratom and I've tested it. I've tested it when I haven't drank water. I've tested it when you definitely need to be dr- drinking double the water. Uh, and for anybody who listens to this, definitely. Yeah. You need, you need to be drinking double the water that yeah. you normally drink in a day, because if not, you will get the eye wobbles. And if you don't get eye wobbles, it can cause headaches. I definitely think it's a diuretic. Like coffee is a little bit of a diuretic because it speeds you up. Right. So it yeah. speeds up your whole system. Your, your system burns through, um, you know, your fuel quicker, which is, you know, food and water. Right. So yeah, create yeah. them same thing. So you're going to burn through the hydration in your body and, um, you know, part of an alcohol hangover is what? Dehydration. Yeah. Right? But once you get past all that, man, it can definitely add quality to your life. I am a 100% believer. Thank you, Michael McCunney from Columbus, Ohio. The music is by Risey. The song is called Memories of Thailand. The Kratom Science Podcast is written and produced by me, Brian Gallagher, for KratomScience.com. Take care.